Turn it up. Let's go. Oh, okay. Turn it right back down. Uh, okay. yeah. Turn it down. Turn it down, kids. Turn it down. Oh, yeah. Turn it. Don't even turn it media, man. Turn it off. Actually. Yeah, just turn it off. Just please. Turn it off. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Losers Lounge. <laughs> I remember the Winners Lounge, man. What is the Winners Lounge? What is it's, a real Winners Lounge? What is being a winner? Cold. It's cold. Here it's, it's cold. Here it's cold. It's right here. My God, where where the hell are we? In purgatory, still again, as the Nuggets lose to the Utah Jazz. And when I say the Jazz, we just got sevened. We just got sevened by the damn Jazz. <laughs> Had a real time here. Micah Potter. <laughs> We're going to have to talk about him Micah, tonight. I wish Fun, it was Junior. Fontecchio. I wish that was Junior. No, I wish junior. Uh, Chris Dunn, you guys remember him from way back in the day? I remember him now. MVP of the Summer League. Yeah, busted back when Moutier did. Somehow here he is playing fake minutes for the fake Utah Jazz who are beating up on the real Denver Nuggets, sadly. Uh, To help me talk about all that, actually, there's good stuff. We're not going to be all sad sacks today. We're going to have fun today. No, dude. Uh, Over here, big Avs fan, Brennan Vogt. Big Avs guy ready for two runs at the same time in this building. Because the best time of the year and the best place in the city to enjoy that time of year. I'm stoked. A thousand percent. Over here, somebody who's less stoked, I would say, than Vote is, uh, it's D-Line Co. Yeah, the Denver Nuggets have given me no pleasure uh, for a very long time. Like, zero. Like, I've not enjoyed it at all. (laughs) That was a weird phrase to me. I thought that game was kind of fun. But you're right. They haven't made us happy in a long time. I mean, they've made us, like, little bits. I wouldn't say they... That haven't been pleasured, but <laughs> I said they gave me no pleasure. Listen, the, the word pleasure goes beyond. It uh, does. Se- it does go beyond over here. I got a superstar dev. I mean, each game ridiculous that we just get through is a game closer to the playoffs and where it really matters. I One more of those. Um, One more. Dude, I'm telling you, it just feels like we've been saying the same things for we like have four been. weeks. Well, we're like, yeah, we we're have. almost there. We just got to get through these last two weeks, you guys. And here we are. Just one more game. We're going to be one more half. It's just going to keep being like that. Tonight, uh, the Nuggets, though, fall. The starters are back. I'm going to do a fast, quick recap here. Um, starters are back. That was exciting news. A fast, quick recap? Yeah, I'm not going to do a slow, quick recap right. this time. <laughs> uh, my first. Here's what I should have told you guys. I should have stopped taking notes. Jump ball, foul on Jokic. <laughs> Inba- Utah inbounds the ball, steps on the line. There was not a second that I've never seen this, where two things happened before the ball ever began the game be ever began how crazy is that we should have known right then that this was going to be ridiculous i did nuggets off to an awful start we wondered how the starters would look they looked rusty man especially uh, rusty and uninterested turnovers missed jumpers bad defense it was 15 to 2 the utah jazz over the starter denver nuggets to start malone did not call a timeout though malone i swear to god is like i, I like that actually I, yeah, just- malone's the malanger you need to update it where the top one is just sits quietly and calmly. <laughs> yeah, like I'm not. Yeah, that I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. The way more uh, pointed version of Michael Malone. I mean, he honestly usually he'd be screaming, call timeout. He'd do this thing. He didn't do anything. He just sat there like you guys sit in it, as Eric says. The only guy who played well, I thought, was Aaron Gordon. He was driving. Um, you maybe can say KCP early on. He got hot later. We'll talk about it. But it was 32-19 Utah Jazz. But fortunately, the bench stormed back. Those guys do care. This is the big time for them. Uh, and it started actually with a couple Jamal Murray pull-up jumpers, which is good to see. I saw a stat on the timeline today that showed the most frequent pull-up jump shooters in the NBA. All guys that were efficient except for Jamal Murray. Since the All-Star break, he has been absolutely atrocious on pull-ups, something we can talk about later. Eight-man rotation in the first half, which was interesting. Maybe something we're going to see in the playoffs. Maybe. Um 
Uh, Jokic comes back in and looks pretty lethargic, but the Nuggets did close the half well. It was 58-55. They started to get a little bit of a run there at the end. Starters back in, tickle lead immediately, and I swear to God the starters were done. They almost were looking around totally like, were. why am I still in here? Utah comes back. KCP hit six threes, then make it seven. Seven threes in this game. Peyton Watson came in and played with Christian Brown and Jokic for a nice little run. Had that huge block. I'm telling you guys, man, that guy's blocks. We're going to talk about them, but you know the one I'm talking about in the third quarter of that, of course, where yeah. he fell to the ground, but it was such an awkward angled one. Uh, 95-89 Nuggets. Fourth quarter, Nuggets kind of threw in the towel. I mean, they don't care about this game. Starters are out. You go to some other combinations, and they couldn't get it done, man. They couldn't stop Micah Potter Jr. or Fontecchio. <laughs> Those guys go on a run and close this thing out with a 114-109 victory. All right, start us off, Dev. You have to have a big takeaway. Make, Make it, it as big. big as you can. So the one thing that I asked for, it was my uh, dying wish, was for KCP <laughs> to have a, a bounce go. back game. For yes. him to shoot it from beyond the three-point yeah. um, line and that it goes into the rim. Not only did it go into the rim, it went in six times. I think it's seven. What? There's only six? Six of them. That's what he needed. That's what Denver needs. Um yeah. He's been, um, I feel like, in the, the biggest funk out of the, yeah. the starters for the Nuggets. So for this game to not really have much, um, you know, to pick out of, that was a bright spot. That was something that Denver needed, and it was it was big for them. 100% with you on this one. I, he's only played 44 minutes in about 10 days. And I always thought with him, he played a lot of minutes, and I just thought it's his legs, to, yeah, you, to yeah. steal your word. And people, a lot of people have been worried about it. And I understand it hit. There's like a lot. If you break down your general worry about the Nuggets into little categories, the KCP 3 1 was the least worrisome to me because I was like, he's going to rest. He's going to get a week off and he'll make shots. He's a vet. He's been here. But it, nonetheless, it was nice to see tonight. Yeah. Go, yeah, go ahead for you. I just was thought we'd talk about that a little bit amongst us, but it sounds like not. What's your big takeaway? Uh, let's see. The big takeaway is that the starters were very rusty. They absolutely need more time to ramp up. And then they, like, figured it out. They, like, got it. You know, they kind of looked like they were playing Denver Nuggets basketball in the second quarter. And then it's just, you know, like, <laughs> it's so miserable. Like, I just, I just want a, a game to mean something to the Nuggets again. Right. It's just... I don't. I really like. I still don't worry about them. Um, but like, I just it, it. This just sucks, man. Like, this is true purgatory because, like, it's all there. Like, they have everything. It's just they can't. They can't find the motivation. Which I, you know, whatever. I understand. I just wish that we were not in this. Let me ask you this, Eric. What is the point of the starters playing? And and I'm not being facetious here. Sure. Because I think the easy answer is, well, they need to get rid of rust or the set. Well, they're going to sit for another nine days before they play again. So I don't know if it's rust. Well, they just need to go out there and get a rhythm. They didn't do that really tonight. A little bit, maybe. But there was not more than a two-minute or three-minute stretch where I felt no. like, oh, there it is. No. I, I mean, I got it a little bit, like I was saying, in the second quarter. We got defense being played. We got good passing. But really, it all starts and stops with Nikola Jokic. I mean... He he comically was not interested in scoring tonight. Like yeah. he was doing that thing where it was like much more difficult for him to make a pass than just shoot it and he would still make the pass and it would get turned over and you're like, What are you doing? Like all right, that's fine. He was getting everybody else going. Um this is like an annoying part of Nikola Jokic's character, I, I feel like, is that he just needs motivation for whatever reason. He's like 
uh, as you put it, like he's the worst exhibition player in the history of the NBA. Like if there's not something on the line, Nikola Jokic is not going to give it to you, um, which I think speaks to his supreme confidence more than anything. But just, <laughs> but just as like, honestly, like as, right. a, as a fan, it's like so brutal. He doesn't need to ramp up. He doesn't need to. He doesn't up. need to. Like, I'm not worried about him at all. It's just, uh, my God, it's just like, this is so brutal. Like, get us through this, please. Uh, man, you guys are so down. Can we do my big takeaway? Hey, so real quick, Eric sat over, like, you were separate. So you sat differently. And I'm telling you, sometimes I really do believe this, that, like, you match the energy of whoever you're around. So you're right. I'm, yeah. Uh, this game was fine. I would even go so far as to say mission accomplished. Really? Like, the starters came out, looked as rusty as a rusty team could look for. 10 minutes, looked terrible, and then they played really well, and yeah. they got the lead. And KCP hit some shots. AG had a great quarter. Uh, Murray knocked some three downs. Porter started so cold, and then he hit some threes. I'm really not too worried about that. I thought, you know, at the top of our wish list coming in, the pregame was eight KCP hitting threes, AG looking good. We didn't see a lot of defense tonight. I would leave that off the list. Yeah, but not checked. I don't know, man. They played through the rust. They were fine. I, I – it – I don't care that Peyton Watson and Christian Brown couldn't beat that group in Utah. I just no. don't. I I think it's fine, man. I think it's fine. And they may have to play through a little bit of rust in game one again anyway. There's going to be a break here. But I think it was important for them to see themselves stink, see themselves be good, and get one more little, okay, we know what went into what there. I, I feel fine, man. I mean, if they play like this in the first round, I'll feel terrible. But I thought today's mission accomplished. How much do you guys agree with this over here? 25%. <laughs> so like, you don't think he made a very compelling case? I mean, it's like... I the, can try the, again. The star, I don't know that you can because the starters then came out in the third quarter and laid another egg. Well, no, but they didn't. Have, this is why the fast breakdown is so important. They went up like 14 or, or yeah. they went up big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they had a letdown, which I mean... I, I just wanted... Like, remember early in the season when it was like, man, this type, Nuggets team is different. They just put their feet on guys' necks when yeah. they, they just don't play down to their competition. They're they're not uh there's no outward motivation or outside motivation. It's right. just like inside of yes. them. I again like I'm not worried about them, but it's just like, man, this I just would love to see them just come out and just be cold like cold blooded killers and just murder the jazz. But you know, like the starters did enough. So, if if yeah. it would like if this mattered, the starters would have of course beat the mean, corpse of the Jazz for right. sure. Um, I just I just want to see it again. You know what I mean? Like, Yoke was a minus five tonight. He, so here's the thing. I think I'm more on, on this side. Even I'm actually on both. Like I don't care, but at yeah. the same time, I'm like I don't know if I can say mission accomplished because here's the thing: every great player has a flaw. They really do. And Yoke, we always talk about him as if he doesn't have any flaws because he doesn't have the typical ones, you know, some of the vanity or, um, you know, coming up small or this or that. But he does have a real flaw, and that is that he can't fake motivation. Yeah. He just can't do it, man. He can't do it. What did he do in the preseason? Took seven total shots <laughs> over three games. Tonight he went two of five. And one of those was a three that he dribbled down and jacked up for reasons that I'm not quite sure why. <laughs> do you guys remember that play yes, where yes. he comes down and passes it up when he clearly should have just shot it? Yeah. And instead he tried a dumb pass. It was a turnover. Next time he dribbles it up with zero passes and shoots a force three that had no chance of going in. And you're just like, what is this? But I, Yoke's flaw is that he can't. He, I don't think he always understands that it's not just about him. Because mm. I see a lot of people in the chat, Yoke's going to be ready when it's time. Yoke's going to be ready. Guys, nobody has more confidence than me yeah. about Jokic going to be ready. The thing is, is what can the Nuggets accomplish if Yoke doesn't care? 
What can they accomplish? And tonight, I just don't think he really cared. They lost to this crappy Jazz team. He was a minus five somehow against this crappy Jazz team. Yoke's never in the negative. He was tonight against a crappy team. And again, how much can you really care about this? Probably not that much. I don't think we should. But at the same time, I do think a lot of this last four weeks falls on Yoke's just inability to be like, does this matter? Can I fake it? Can I have that internal drive? He's like, no, because it doesn't matter. Yeah. I hate that as a flaw for... You know, that's a good flaw to have if you're the second fiddle or, like, the second best guy on the team. Like, if, if Devin Booker has that, it's okay because they have Kevin Durant. Right. Um, you know, if if Jalen Brown has that, it's okay because they have Jason Tittle. When you're a top three player in the league, it makes it <laughs> extremely hard because, like you said, there's other guys around. There's right. other teammates who ride that wave of yeah. their best player. When he's in killer mode, the Nuggets are supreme. Like, they're one of the best teams, like, for sure. But when he has these, and that's what's been happening for the last, what, two months, that's when they look like, okay. That's when they look like they're kind of coasting. You don't want your best player to to put the team into a coast mode, and, and that is a bad flaw. So um, you, you want them to have that switch, um, but you, you just can't have those type of things when, you, when you're the contender, when you are the team that everyone is gunning for. Um, so now I mean, it's time to wrap up. Maybe you can, though. Like you said, you can't. I think you maybe can. you can. Like this is the thing yeah. that sucks is that we've gotten too good at gaming the system. But I see a lot of people saying he'll be ready. Guys, trust me, he will be ready. Yeah. It's a matter of was there anything Denver could have accomplished over these last few weeks that they couldn't accomplish because he didn't care about him? And it's like again, like I host this show, right? If you're hosting the show and you bring bad energy, like it's almost impossible. Like, if I'm here. Oh, you Mumbler, should have seen like, the pregame show, dude. <laughs> oh. but, but and that's the whole point. Yoke hosts the show. He's right. involved in everything. So if he is not being aggressive or assertive or playing defense or doing these things, then like everybody else is just a satellite around him. And it's like, what are we going to get out of it? And that's again, it's a soft complaint because we've only got right. one more of these and we have to get through it. But it is the thing where I just here's what it is. Everybody is online right now proclaiming every talking head that just loves to. This is a fodder for a talking head oh. because we don't know if this matters or not right but people will all declare yes it does or no it doesn't like full-throated we're good we're doing this and the truth is we don't know and if the nuggets do come out and flame out everyone's going to say it's because of this yes and then get to claim victory i mean they'll it. be right i, I if you think be, it will be because of the way they ended the season if they lose if they yes i do think so because if they they have everything they need they've had everything they've needed in t- all season long uh, we've seen them firing on all cylinders. We know what this team is capable of. And if truly they are unable to win a first-round matchup, which I can't imagine, but if that somehow happens, you have to look to this how they finished the season, how they were unable to keep their uh, eyes on the prize and the, their foot on the pedal. I mean, I, I again, I don't see it happening. I don't see it happening at all, but it just... You know, I mean, like we say this, like it, it, th- this matters in that every day of your life matters. And watching the game matters, like because it should have been a really fun day at the bar, and it was like kind of a like it wasn't bad, but it was like okay, like I just want I want the city to be behind the Nuggets again. I see so many so many people questioning them. I see so many people losing faith. I see so many people just completely. I mean, these are obviously the casuals. But hold on a second. But it's also enthusiasm because, like, let's be honest, the DMVR bar hasn't exactly been popping over the last two weeks, and the reason, and like tonight's a Saturday. Great weather, day game. This yep. is a quintessential second to last quintessential bars popping night. But nobody came. You know why? They knew this game wasn't going to yep. be exciting. They knew, and so 
again, does that stuff matter? Again, it doesn't matter, but neither does anything. Like, yeah. Neither does basketball. Neither yeah. does the NBA. So None it all it. matters it whatever all matters. you inject into it. And the Nuggets are injecting zero into it. Yeah, I think most of what you're talking about is Jokic today. And I, I like the way you framed it of maybe the next step there is realizing that the other guys need him to play his way so they can practice playing their way off yeah, of him. Exactly. I think that's the right perspective. Having said that, man, I thought AG looked great in the first quarter. I thought KCP knocked down some threes, which was the number one thing everyone wanted to see. I thought the starters looked fine. Jokic, yeah. Jokic did not care. I didn't expect him to care. I agree with you guys. It's his, a flaw of his. I It's my least favorite part about yeah. watching him and covering him. But I don't... I don't know what it really cost him today. I think a couple guys needed to get in rhythm. They got some shots up. They looked good. And that's all that matters. That's all that matters. I, mean, I will say the one thing, like when we talk about everybody makes their proclamations now, the one thing that I think is the toughest for even the most ardent Denver Nugget believers, Jokic believers, Dev, are the Nuggets going to play good defense in round one of the playoffs? Game one, round one. Are they playing good defense? Because that's the part that they seem so uninterested in demonstrating. Not from what we've seen. Um, they'll play like more engaged, I guess. You could be locked in. You have to be. Literally, that's the only thing you can be. But from what we've seen, there's no way you could just go out and say, yeah, they're going to just play great defense. They haven't proved it. Right. So where would that ideal come from? Right. That, I mean, that's my question. They did play good defense in the middle of the season. I mean, this year has been, I put it on Twitter, but 15, first 15 games, Murray's getting his legs under him like, Nuggets are on the road every time. They didn't look that good. We were all, remember, we were so pissed. We were <laughs> yes. like, then yes. they played great for about 50 games. And we're so like, happy. declared them contenders. We can, t- you know, all this stuff. And they played so well over that stretch that they locked up the one seed. And then the last 15 games have been like the first where we're like, nothing they've done matters. And it just sucks to be have to say that two it, big it, sections it don't matter. This is also the other, you know, it's a double-edged sword, right? This, the Nuggets have... N- never been the team the one team the one team that had nothing to play for for a month and a half yeah the other contenders were jockeying for yeah. seating denver was not yeah they got no- they're, well, they're, nothing they're a flawed for. team man they're a flawed team they're, they're not the best one seed we've ever seen but they locked this thing up a while ago a and very long time that's ago. their biggest problem do you know like uh this this is the nuggets season can be defined by for the last three or three seasons they have been down a starter, at least one, some years two, a starter going into the playoffs. Yep. This is the ultimate overcorrection from a team it's that are so like, true. we are not losing a starter. <laughs> and they shut it down a month early and just haven't been able yeah. to turn it on. I mean, maybe, again, maybe not an overcorrection. I don't know. I'm just saying it's it's really, really weird. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, it is something. It is, I mean, what Vote said is it can't be understated. Like, not only are they the only team in the NBA that have never, that have, have absolutely nothing to play for and haven't had they were up eight and a half games when they beat memphis that yeah, was like yeah a, 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 that was a lifetime ago and they <laughs> we said this in the pregame like their penalty for going into coast mode is that they locked up the one seed with three games left it was eight and a half yes so this is what i love about yoke he's always the, the goldfish in the size of his bowl is the greatest line in the show's history because you look at that and go so we can lose eight and a half <laughs> yeah, games. Dude, they're going to win this one seed by yeah, one when it's all said and he done. Plan, he plans out his, the way he plays like I would my assignments in school. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm, totally. like, I'm like, all right, so I need to get a 64. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, so to graduate, you said, I just want to write this down. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that means I could miss how many assignments? Yeah, uh, like basically. I mean, that's where they're at. And, and uh, not only is it in the NBA, but this is the first time in the – 
team's history they've ever been in this position in the NBA. So I don't even feel like we know as fans know how to do this. Yeah. I don't know if this is just how it is. I've never witnessed this before. This is like so frustrating to behold because I just, you know, like I uh, just enjoy watching the Nuggets and it's fun when they're good and it's fun to be able to talk smack online and it's fun to feel confident about the team. And like we just, we're just, we're in this thing where it's like, yeah, but, you know, it's like, yeah, the Nuggets suck. You're like, yeah, but, you know, they're That's whatever. only the last month. Yeah, you're, you're, <laughs> you've been bad for a month. Okay. But they're the one seed, and it's just like a lot of yeah, buts. Um, yeah. But it, I mean, it, I, oh, go ahead. I was going to say, but I do agree in large part. Like, the starters really did look good for, uh, for in that second quarter. And to me, honestly, like, that is enough. It's just I want to enjoy my I love day. How low the bar is for you? I, yeah. You're not wrong either, but you said this all along. Where you're like, I just need one game, or just give me a little bit, man. Like, I just need like 45 seconds <laughs> of good basketball. Just like, give, I'll, right. t- I'll take one Mike and Ike. Do we have Do we have any other airing of grievances? I want to get all the negative yeah, out, out of this one because take two. I want to rave about Peyton so Watson. Mine's is my question is because you just said like this is like uh, the question that the fans have. Um, this is our first time being there, really. Is it also like the Nuggets like first time being there, totally. so they just don't know how to react to Maybe. that? And also, can't that backfire then? That, of that's, course. That's my actual question there. Like you're in cruise mode, you've been there for a while because you've done something you haven't done, which means you're you know you're new to that idea. How do you know what the outcome looks like? Right. I think that's the fear that most people fear. I mean, I mean, feel for that. Right. You worry about just going soft, man. Honestly, like this is a team like teams that are in constant battle mode or whatever. You know, you're always on your toes. You're ready with these nuggets. They've been sleeping in a little bit. (laughs) They have, you know, all those things. And now you're like, are you ready for the grind? And we think the answer is yes. But TBD, any area agreements? uh, No, I'm I'm like a beacon of positivity over here. You don't want to complain about Zeke Naji at all? No. I just want to stress that the star, that the core guys in this group, particularly Murray and Jokic, have so many playoff reps together and Game 7 reps together, yeah. and they play better teams. They've played worse teams. I don't think Game 1's going to come, and they're going to be like, hang on, people play hard in the postseason? <laughs> they know what it is. I it's think so they're I th- Maybe they lose that because they're not as good as we thought, and then we'll all have to reconcile this and cry a little bit. Oh, but God. I don't think it's got much to do with this, man. I think... I think they geared down. And if I have to say that one oh, more they time, totally did. I'm going to find a new job. <laughs> Last one is Reggie Jackson somehow game high plus 12. And I thought he was Let's terrible. Go. He was terrible. <laughs> Let's go. He even got benched in the fourth quarter tonight when Malone was trying yeah, to run but. it out. <laughs> and he was a plus 12, which is just hilarious. All right, let's take a break. Guys, the negativity has gone. Shake it Woo! off. Shake it Busted. off. We're going to talk about P-Watt, mm. a.k.a. P-Swat, a.k.a. Swatson on the other side. Ooh. Oh, right. I do the reads. Let's talk about Fubo because it's one of the best ways to watch your favorite Denver teams. You've got options these days, folks. We've come a long way from the uh, actual blackout dark ages of trying to watch the Nuggets. And abs on TV may not be ideal, but you've got everything you need with Fubo TV. 140 plus live channels of sports, shoes, movies, shows, not shoes, movies and news. Stream live TV from any device. Watch your Colorado sports for the lowest price. A thousand hours of cloud DVR. So if you're like Adam and you want to rewatch all your favorite losses so that your analysis is on point, you can do that. Don't travel to watch your favorite teams. Just travel to that couch, baby. Uh, Watch the Denver Nuggets on Altitude Sports with Fubo TV. And here's the deal. Use the link in the show description. Fubo TV dot com slash DNVR 
you're going to get 15% off your first month of Fubo Pro. Check it out. Get the nuggets and abs on your TV. The playoff run is coming. This is what we've been waiting for. Fubo TV. It's awesome. It you know is awesome. Is awesome. Shady rays. Because sometimes you go outside and it's too bright. You guys ever have that problem? Uh, no. no. Sometimes I go out in the spring and the summer and the sun's all up in my eyes. I what? hate that. I'm looking for sunglasses. And that's why I have shady rays. Independent what sunglasses. Sometimes I go out and it's bright. <laughs> sometimes you go outside and, and it's real that. bright. So <laughs> I go get sunglasses. So I'm messing with your eyes. And I'm like, what, a, what a personal <laughs> anecdote like, to sell these shady done. rays. And okay. I'm like, where are my sunglasses? Okay. And I'm like, oh, I have not just one, uh-huh. but two. What? Because they're so affordable. Oh, and I also know if I lose a pair, if I break a pair, they'll give me a new one. Even if I don't love them, I can yeah. exchange them for free within two 30 styles. days. Shady Rays has my back, and they have our listeners back, too. Shady Rays has given out their best deal of the season. Go to ShadyRays.com. Use code DNVR for 50% off two-plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. Listen, folks, sometimes it gets bright outside, messes with your eyes. Get Shady Rays. It'll never be a problem again. There you go. All right, back here, segment two, DNVR Nuggets podcast. Guys, I was already sold on Peyton Watson. And if we didn't see another glimmer of hope or, or flash from him this whole year, I would have been fine. But lo and behold, tonight oh, yeah. he comes Ooh. back and gives us more of the same. Honestly, he wasn't even spectacular. He just was the thing he's been doing, yep. which is block shots. He had three blocks tonight. Six points, three rebounds, four assists, three blocks, one of one shooting. He played 17 minutes, only took one shot. It was, I think, a dunk or a layup right around the basket. Um, he played his first minutes with Nikola Jokic tonight. Dev, this dude's a player, and I know we talked about this the other day about should he play playoff minutes. I still think it's crazy, but I'm just telling you, my confidence in him is like as high as anybody outside the top eight or so. Is it crazy, Dev? Is it crazy? <laughs> no, it's not just not crazy. The thing is, like with players like this, it seems like it's all energy. His is not all energy. That's, that's a good He's point. also yeah. skilled. Great. Team. He's a great playmaker. He he's insane and help side like his blocks mm-hmm. come in help side yeah that's crazy from a, a rookie and also a guy that's guarding a guard and he's stepping down with the bigs um and and blocking one of his blocks today perfect timing i mean perfect timing the other one he went out of his way to ch- you know go challenge him at the rim you could he could have got dunked on he would have been okay he would have played back but that's just what you want you want somebody that's going to give you that that effort you want somebody that's going to um, go out there and, and play hard and I feel like he should be part of the rotation because he can give you those small minutes. You don't need him to score. You don't need him to just be a lockdown guy. You just need him to um, do his job, and he does his job every single time. Hat tip to him. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Like, his game is replicable. Every game. He has looked the same every game, which is the greatest compliment. He like, And it's not based on shooting. It's not entirely based on effort like dev is saying i mean he's just in the right place it and it's so crazy like it's been so long since we've seen really competent rim protection in denver colorado it's like i never even really think about a shot being blocked until peyton watson's <laughs> on the floor and i'm like every shot he doesn't block i'm like bro what's going on like come on what's block that man it's, a, it's incredible that block on a, he had an abaji where he was like somehow behind him but man got, and then uh, it, it was a going to be a dunk, and he absolutely stoned him. It, it was wild, man. Uh, like really, really impressive defensive plays from from Peyton Watson. And again, like he he's shown it to us every, every time game. he gets yep. an opportunity. Yep. It's not he's not one of these guys. It's like oh he had a bad game or he had a good game. It's like oh yeah, 
we got a Peyton Watt like Peyton Watson minutes. Let's go. Like he's gonna he's gonna flash. He's gonna jump. He's gonna be in passing lanes. He's gonna block at least one shot. He's gonna block it at the rim. He's gonna block uh, some guy trying to shoot a mid range. Like everywhere, it's you see exactly what Calvin saw in this guy, um, and it's so encouraging that he just had needed that little time because we saw him play in the in summer league, and we were all kind of like, uh, what is this guy's skill set? We don't quite know what to make of him. And somehow, like, just a season in the G League, which is something we've been, like, pining for. Like, we want this G League to develop our guys. Um, actually worked. Like, <laughs> he actually developed him. He actually looks, like, so much better than we saw at the beginning of the season. And I wouldn't be surprised at all if he gets in. Like, I wouldn't expect him in, like, big minutes or big moments in the game. But, like, you could trust a guy like that in the Respectful playoffs. Respectful pushback, Adam, to something you said on a recent show. Not coming for your head, man. I just, I just want to push back. <laughs> I think he's a freak athlete. I think he's 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 insane. No, I, I mean I'm on an island on this, so I'm I'm clearly the one that's off oh, on it. But I, <laughs> the margin for error he has. I think the next step too would be just keeping dudes in front. I know a lot of these are help blocks, but right. just keeping dudes in front of him to begin with. But the way he erases separation, you know, some guys can can explode. And, and some guys get up vertically. He does both, man. He just covers so much ground when he jumps. It's explosive. And my favorite part is the dude is, you know when guys describe athletes, guys or gals describe athletes as hungry? I see it with Peyton, man. He's just, yeah. it's, it's April. Who wants it? Peyton wants it. That guy's right. playing like it's his finals. And I love that. It's I mean, it so kind of is it his is. finals, though. It is. No, it's been awesome, man. And I, th I think this is a guy... I've said it before. Who's going to head into the into the off season and go? That was fun as hell. Right. I want to do everything I can to be in a position to do that next year. Yeah, he's um, <laughs> he first of all, he's leading the Nuggets in blocks per thirty six minutes. I know it's like a thin thing here, but he's leading him coming into tonight. Not surprised at all. One point eight. DeAndre Jordan at one point five. So he's blocking him at a higher rate than even DeAndre Jordan. Then you have to go down to Jack White right below him, 1.4, which is funny. Thomas Bryant right behind him. So really, nobody that's playing real minutes. Aaron Gordon, to your point about nobody block shots, 0.9. So he's blocking sh uh, shots at basically double the rate of a typical uh, you know, typical Nuggets game. Hey, come on up. You can have a seat if you want. Check out the show. Sometimes we get guests here. Um, so that's part of it. And then the other thing I was going to say is he blocks shots the way Jokic gets steals. You know, Yoke gets steals because his hand-eye coordination is so good and reaction. Yeah. His blocks, when you were talking about it, was somehow a dunk. He goes through. Like, that yeah. dunk today was, like, it was unreal. full speed, and he somehow found the ball. Yeah, He didn't hit an arm. He, didn't, he just found the ball and, and grabbed it. It was such great hand-eye coordination, timing, anticipation, and I honestly think that's it. And you mentioned most of his blocks being help side dev. He did have one, though, tonight. You're right that most of them are. But he had one tonight that was just one-on-one. -on -one. A guy, yep. I can't remember who it was, tried to go over him, and he roofed him, basically, yep. and brought the ball back down. He's so incredible. And then this becomes the question. I'll throw it to you here, D-Line. I don't think Malone's going to trust him. This all a moot point. Do you really trust him less than you do Zeke Naji? Do you no. trust him less than you do uh, Reggie Jackson or Ish Smith? Do you trust him less... Than all of these other guys, even a Vlaco, my guy, Vlaco. Yeah. Do you trust him less, especially when you talk about the role that he takes on? Absolutely not, because of exactly what you're saying. The role, like we're not looking to, for him to come in and be a scorer. 
like all of those other guys, you're kind of hoping that they'll, you know, like Zeke Naji yeah. will hit a three from outside to kind of open things up, that he'll get in there, uh, do some dirty work, do some rebounding. Although I will say, like, I don't know if any of those guys will be in the rotation, in- including Zeke Naji, including, uh, you know, Vlatko. Um, so it, I don't think it's going to be a question of whether or not he is trusted more than those guys. It's probably like he's the one that is in the middle of, he could make it in, but probably won't. Um, but I actually, I mean, I don't know. It, it, it's so hard to judge anything you're seeing at this point in the season because of everybody's motivations are just so questionable in the NBA. Like, you don't know who's fighting for a contract, who's been told by the coaching staff to you ramp it the, down. The funniest like, one is that we came into this like, this last week is going to be a bloodbath. All these teams. <laughs> and somehow every game, one of the teams takes it off. Like even yeah. last, we had the Clippers last night where you're like, oh man, now this one's going to come down the wire. They punted on it. Uh, maybe because the they Clippers? Don't they didn't play their guys? <laughs> I know. We thought it was going to be a bloodbath. It's, uh, this this <laughs> last season, been a, it's been a bubble, a bubble bath. A, been a bubble bath down the line. A bubble bath. Um, Dev, I, again, I don't see him playing, but to ask you the question, do you trust him less? Like, how many guys off the bench do you trust more than Peyton Watson right now? I feel like only Christian Brown and Bruce Brown are the only ones that he's right there with. Even Uncle Jeff. Even Uncle Jeff. Especially Uncle Jeff. Especially Uncle Jeff. <laughs> uh, like, really, he's, he's, shown, he's shown everything. He's shown the exact same things that Uncle Jeff brings you. Um, He's he's out there, and also he defends. I think that's what the difference is. the The only caveat is um, Uncle Jeff can play defense. I mean, he could defend the big man. That that's really it. But Peyton Watson does everything else. Um, he's part of the rotation. He seems to know where to be on offense, at least just like instinctively. Like he doesn't. I don't know if he knows the plays or not, but you don't see him lost on plays. No, like that's that's big, especially with the Nuggets offense, because everyone else that came in, they've had issues with that offense. He doesn't seem to have it, which means he's just playing off of instincts right now. Right. Um, great defender, help side defender. Um, everybody is excited for everything that he does. So he has to be also a great teammate. He brings you all these other things while also playing valuable minutes. And I think that's what the difference is with everyone else. They have these downtimes. He hasn't had any yet. We've seen him for, what, three, four games of all positivity. That means something. Put him in and just give him a chance. And I think that it's going to be the best for him and also the team. Yeah. I uh, <clears throat> don't want to be a Debbie Downer here. No chance Malone feels the same way about Jeffers. No Malone. no chance? No chance. I, I think this is where, whether he's right or wrong, Malone's sort of <laughs> vo- philosophy on vets and rookies probably only intensifies in the playoffs. Yeah. And he's going to feel like he can trust Jeff, who's been on multiple playoff well, runs. There's a little bit of like Peyton missing those free throws tonight. Listen. It's better that he's out there on the floor. I'm not. I just that's the kind of thing. I don't know if Malone's gonna gonna trust him to avoid the mistakes. The effort you can trust on the defense is probably good, but there will be times where you want everyone on the floor to ooh, to know the plays, to know the time and situation, to know their personnel, not to gamble when it's too risky. Maybe they should play him. I would just be very surprised if Malone's ready. Yeah, God, I just it, the I I don't know what to take from anything we've seen <laughs> so in a true. month. Like I don't I don't know if anything is meaningful. We've I had truly, the worst job. We have the best job, but we've had the worst job over these last few weeks trying to make sense of all of this. Be, yes, because I mean, truly, this honestly feels like pre preseason, <laughs> pre pre-se- preseason summer league. Like 
none of truly yeah. none of this matters because you can write everything you want to off yeah. and you can say assign good things to whatever you want like yeah. you can pick and choose because we're the ultimate part of sports which makes it worthwhile the result doesn't matter right so you it's like this time when nobody cares and the try-hard rookies are in, like, they look amazing. Yeah. Well, I want to go back, though, to his point here, which is that he's not going to play, which, again, I don't think he will either. But your point about Malone not trusting guys, especially in the playoffs, the, the reason I think you might be wrong this time ah. is because the guys he would surpass are also guys Malone does not trust. Zeke Naji, Vlatko Chanchar, Reggie Jackson, Thomas Bryant, who clearly he doesn't trust, like... So I just think there might be a chance that Malone looks at it and goes, well, I'm push comes to shove and you need another perimeter defender out there. I just don't know if there's a better option, mm. even by Malone's own standard. It's a good that's a good pushback. I, I'm not I'm open to it. Yeah. You know, he's his bench minutes have looked as good as anyone's in the last month. The last layer of this onion, you know, Peyton Watson it makes you cry. The one that makes you cry. No, the Peyton really is Calvin Booth's guy. Yeah. I mean, by all accounts, we've said this all year. The, the, what we've heard is that, you know, everybody was in on on uh, Christian Brown. And I don't think anybody in the front office didn't like Peyton Watson. But Cal was like, no, guys, like, trust me, man, on this one, that's maybe people are like, could hit, could not. He's like, no, that's the guy. This is, you know, wanted to put his stamp on that specific move. Christian Brown is hit. I'm already declaring it. He's a good player. I don't know how great he'll be, but he's a very good, yeah. useful player and in the mold of something you want. KCP hit. That was a great trade. He's a player that you have very few questions about. Bruce Brown honestly hit. Whether you are high or low on Bruce Brown, the price they got him at yeah. at that MLE is like, come on, man, that's a great MLE guy. And then if Peyton Watson hits there, that's a lot of confidence. You go to the other side, you know, DeAndre Jordan, did he hit this year? He hasn't played. And he's been a good locker room guy. He might have hit. I kind of think they hit. With I kind of think he hit. I know it sounds ridiculous, but I I would be I would push back more on this if I had not set courtside <laughs> and i hadn't watched the inner the inner uh, workings of the denver nuggets and how he's huge he's deandre jordan really truly talks to every player that comes off the court is giving guys high it's five his job. it truly and he is like very positive he's very like he i mean he truly takes the role of bench coach player coach right seriously like i i was very actually taken by that like i i saw it like i i saw like why you know you I mean, he's the ultimate uh, Udonis Haslam role. Right. It? So it's a hit. So, I mean, I, I would say in that way, like, yeah, like, it, you know, we really didn't take away. It, there wasn't a, a time in the season where you're like, man, I wish we would have. I mean, we, we do wish we had more competence at the backup center role. Early I will say in the that. Season, yeah. I, I, I still think that that's uh, something that they're looking for. Like, I don't, I think that Thomas oh, yeah, Bryant was yeah. brought in to try and solve that because they never really saw him as a, a viable option, DeAndre Jordan. And it's well, been I terrible. Was, I was going to get into this. The misses are, I think, both the deadline deal. I mean, one, terrible. Bones Highland tonight goes, actually, he was three of 11, one of seven, which yeah. is kind of the Bones Island. He goes <laughs> off. I think he was like one of two when I last checked this. He must have missed all of his shots to end. Um, but you lose, you bring in Reggie Jackson and Thomas Bryant, both of who I don't want to say derailed the season because who knows? The Nuggets, right around the same time they brought those guys in, the Nuggets stopped trying. And yep. I don't think it's their fault. But nonetheless, those two guys have been somewhat disruptive, it seemed. 
So I still think that's way more wins than losses. And the the, the misses from Calvin Booth have been kind of small. Like they're contained. Oh, those guys will be gone, dude. I don't think anybody can look at the job that Calvin Booth has done and have anything other than praise. I mean, he's really moved the team forward. Um, you know, it's been said by a lot of people, and I agree with this: is that uh, Tim Connolly started this team, and then Calvin Booth finished it. Like the last missing pieces of that starting lineup. Like KCP was so integral to finishing off, uh, you know, closing the the final holes on that starting lineup. And then, you know, I agree with you, Bruce Brown, massive pickup. Um, and th- there were just other moves that I think that you can look at and say, like, overall, like, this guy has done an incredibly competent job. Um, so, I, I mean, I, I absolutely applaud him. The, I will say, though, the, the trade deadline deals were a disaster. Yeah, they haven't gone well. No. But I think the broader thing about Peyton Watson and Christian Brown are just, I, I've said it before, but it's a philosophy of length and defense. Um, now I got a bunch of people sending me the measurements of, like, Herb Jones uh, and uh, Jaden McDaniels and how they're exactly identical. In fact, Peyton Watson, doesn't he not look like he's longer than Herb Jones? Herb Jones looks so long. Yeah, but somehow Peyton Watson has a hot, wider wingspan, higher standing reach. Yeah, that is surprising. It's really surprising yeah. to me. But um, I just feel like the philosophy to me is what gives me a lot of hope. Cal next year is going to bring in even more guys like this. And what was cool tonight, Malone finally played Peyton Watson with Jokic, albeit for like three minutes. But he rolled out a lineup that was Reggie Jackson, uh, <laughs> Christian Brown, Peyton Watson. Man, I don't remember who the fourth was. Do you guys remember who it was? Was it Zeke? I can't remember who the fourth was, and then you get uh, Jokic. So it's Jokic with basically some defense around him, and they looked incredible. That's when they went on that big run at the end of the third, and um, I, I'm just so such a believer in that mold when you get the right caliber defenders and the right type of players. Christian Brown, Peyton Watson, both that. They don't make mistakes on offense. They stay in their lane. They can do some stuff. They're not completely helpless. They're not like a bunch of Tory Craigs. And, you know, they made something happen. So I'm excited for it. Let's take a break. On the other side, let's get to your Super Chats. Do we have any Super Chats, Gil? Just two? Just two? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll go around Yo, the association there was as well. No, there was nothing super about this game. I, I, That's the correct number of Super Chats. Is there no, chats. no Celtics fans? Or there's no, like, uh, no? <laughs> Anywhere from Utah that wants yeah, to chime in? Utah. <laughs> well, we'll take an audible, and we'll talk about Breckenridge Brewery, uh, DNVR's sound like official beer, and how about the Denver Nuggets' official beer, the Mile High City Golden Ale. It's that same Ooh. delicious taste, but a fresh new look. Well, it's kind of a retro look. It's both. It's new and it's old. Look at that uh, retro rainbow sleek design on the can, on the case. You're going to want to drink it. You might want to keep it. Just put it somewhere in your man or woman cave. It's a beautiful and delicious beer. Whatever beer you're trying to get from Breck Brew, it's very easy to obtain. You can either come here to the DNVR bar, we serve a lot of it, or you could fire up the Breck Beer Locator, arguably the most convenient tool ever created. You tell it what beer you want, where you live, and it tells you where to go next to get that beer. If that sounds important to you, and it should, check out Breck Brew, check out the Mile High City Golden Ale, uh, check out that Breck Beer Locator. And let's say maybe, hypothetically, you had one too many Breck Brews. You got a big day coming up. You're really trying just to feel a little better and you don't want to wait. How about the IV Nutrition Wash Park location? Good friends, Denver Nuggets fan, uh, fans, friends of ours. If you tell them that you know the show and that you're there because of us, you're going to get 50% off your first IV Massive. nutritional drip. 
Maybe you're there just for a little hangover treatment, or maybe you're there for their offered services like wellness blood testing, consultations, intramuscular injections with vitamin formulas, express lunch break drip, and hydration drips. We've been there together. Drips with the fellas? Oh, my God. Oh, it happens more than <laughs> I've never felt closer to you guys. That's right. Zero grav chair. It's a vibes palace. It's a real wellness I center. Would say, you know? I would say go with all of your people that you host a podcast with. That's, That's right. the best. Everyone Check out Ivy Nutrition. Yeah. Make sure it's the Wash Park location and make sure you, you let them know that you're there because of us. And if you want to feel great every day, not just on your IV nutrition days, you got to start your days with athletic greens. Gone are the days where you try to figure out what your vitamin regimen is, which one you take when, on what day, if it's even good for you, enough. Just, just one stop. scoop of athletic greens, 12 ounces of ice cold water, and you have started your day <laughs> the right way. Uh, 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food, source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens. Check out athleticgreens.com slash nuggets. That's athleticgreens.com slash nuggets to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Did Draymond Green just tweeted out eight minutes ago, sitting here with a big shiner on my forget, I think he meant forehead, trying to figure out why am I taking so many elbows to the face and head, but nothing happens. Mind blown. Three mind blowns. One shrug. Draymond Green gets away with more than anybody in the say, NBA. I think I might know the answer to this. <laughs> That's so true. I can't believe this. Is this for question rhetorical? Hey, man, can I tell you something, though? This is a classic veteran move. Yep. This is a classic veteran move. One couple days before the playoffs, here he is on Twitter doing a non-finable critique because he's not talking about the officiating. He's talking about a shiner on his head. He's setting the table. When did the Lakers start getting the record amount of foul calls? Do you remember when it happened? Yeah, when, when they LeBron, complained. Right? Right? When LeBron fell down and then the league had to... the officials. Say, Tatum did foul him. <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah, it was the only time. <laughs> just, just he just had to get one in on Tatum. <laughs> but... They fall down. All of a sudden, they get all these calls, and the and the referees uh, tweet out about how they're sleepless because of that. We'll this never call. sleep again. We'll never sleep again, knowing how bad we screwed up that call. Um, so Draymond out here, man. I can't believe Nuggets need a guy. Who who can be that guy? Jokic. He's never spoken but before. It'd be great if he just went to the presser and he's like, "Yeah, you guys think it's weird that I lead in points in the paint, but don't ever get shoot free throws." See, anybody ever wonder if that's weird that my arms are? I was going to say, like, he doesn't slashed. have to say. He can just sit, like walk around. And they have to stop the game every ten minutes to stop the bleeding on the back of his arms that became a, a result of no fouls. Uh, but it'll never happen. It'll never. Happen. Not- if he just does months, this was in. February, yeah, yeah. He no starts, call. He should. This was November. Yeah. No call. Like just start showing different just scars. Start different They're ones. like, all right, all right. Let's go around the association here, including a preview of tomorrow. Before, well, we let all these super chats roll in. <laughs> we let these oh, all yeah. come in from this losers game. Um, so. Minnesota beat San Antonio one fifty one to one thirty one. Goodness, Talk great, about it. great defense. Talk about a team that doesn't play defense. My God. But look at those numbers. 151. Which one, by the way? The Spurs are the The, the Minnesota Timberwolves. Oh, okay. Neither plays defense, yeah. but Minnesota did get the W. Where are, the, are there crazy numbers in this game? 33 points for Edwards. 20 for Conley. 20 for Town. So you get three guys I mean, that go for 20 seven points. seven double-digit scores in the game. That's wild, man. That's a wild one. And then uh, the Clippers beat Portland for a while there. It looked like they might not. So that sets us up for tomorrow in this way. Tomorrow, everybody plays, right? Not We kept thinking this last day was going to be incredible. It's going to be insane. It's actually sneaky terrible because there's <laughs> not 
there's only a handful of games that matter. Atlanta at Boston. Does that matter for Atlanta? Let me Nothing check. Nothing matters. No, Atlanta already playing, is locked right? in. On Everyone yeah. is no, locked in, in the not, East. Oh, oh, they are. So they can't even drop to nine. So that game's not going to matter. Philly at Brooklyn doesn't matter. Charlotte at Cleveland doesn't matter. Orlando at Miami doesn't matter. Indiana at the Knicks doesn't matter. You got Milwaukee at Toronto, which doesn't matter. Houston the at only, the Wilds. The only games that are position or seeds that are still at play are the five versus six, Clippers and Warriors. So you got Clippers and then versus Lakers the Suns and, and then Lakers. Okay, so here you have Utah's going to lose to the Lakers. It's in Los Angeles. Lakers will get that one. So they have a chance to move up to the six. But then you have this interesting dynamic where you've got, do the Warriors not play tomorrow? Oh, yeah, the Warriors play at Portland. Do they want to win? Now, here's the problem. If they win and they the Clippers the lose, they move into playing Phoenix. Well, guess who the Clippers play? The Phoenix Suns. So we have a weird standoff <laughs> whereby the Clippers might want to lose to avoid playing the Suns in round one. But if they lose and the Warriors win, they'll drop to seven if the Lakers win. This league so is they broken. have an unfortunate thing where they probably... The Clippers probably just have to go out and compete against the Suns, who, by the way, probably aren't going to play their guys. They don't care about that game. Unless they don't want to play the Clippers, which I think is actually their worst matchup. <laughs> this is terrible. It's terrible in that it's a weird standoff where you can't control it, control the outcome. Are we into this? I'm into it. Uh, sure. I, I'm into it as much <laughs> as I can be. The, I used to think the play-in was cool, but this this last month of this regular season... We're like grasping for straws, man. I think it's, I, I, yeah, I think it's pretty cool, and I'm into this. Also, um, wasn't there like a weird uh, game with uh, the the Kings yesterday, where uh, they like basically got to control and they decided to punt on it to like basically say we want to play the Warriors? I, I believe something like that happened. But like I do well, like they're the, in the six three at the moment. I like the idea of I can choose who I want to play and can control. But then there's adding fuel to the fire. You disrespected us. We're gonna try to beat you now. Like kind of petty but it's also like one last ditch effort hmm. i i really am rooting for the clippers to be play the suns even though they won't have paul george which was by the way some news that came out uh, you know that he's can it sounds like they're not even sure he'll be back second round or whatever it's gonna be oh, reevaluated. he'll be reevaluated so they're not going to have him but nonetheless here's why i'll make the case for the clippers against the suns first of all they have a great bench or at least a deep bench and the suns have no bench so I do think that, I know that's a small thing in the playoffs, but I do think the Suns will lose the minutes when KD's not on the court and Booker has to carry him, whatever. I think that will matter just a little bit. But mostly, Kawhi Leonard doesn't guard like he used to, but he does in, cl in clutch games. And yep. I would not mind at all him guarding Kevin Durant or Devin Booker down the stretch and just seeing how that affects a team in the clutch. Um, so I think they have a real chance. And then, of course, I love the Nuggets' matchup with the Clippers, so that would be a great one. So I'm rooting for that outcome. But I got to say, I also like the Warriors play, taking Phoenix. Honestly, like, if Phoenix has the two toughest matchups, like, look, staring them down, right? I mean, the, for the first round to get either the Warriors or the Clippers is or they still can get the Lakers though in a weird way. Like I think there's like one suck. scenario that would suck because yeah. they'll mow the Lakers down no problem. <laughs> this is also the thing about the Lakers. They also have to calculate all of this into their into everything tomorrow. Um, so I guess tomorrow will be interesting around 1:30. The Nuggets game won't be part of what's interesting about it. Although we might get more Peyton Watson minutes. We might even get Jack White minutes tomorrow. I'm into that. I'm into it as well. Um, little Jack White minutes. Who knows? All right, what do we got, Kale? Three of them come in. 
Aussie diehard here. Woke up early for the game and the Masters. Play suspended at Augusta, and we lost to the Jazz. <laughs> <laughs> you sorry, how early poor did you sorry wake up? sucker. I love that he super chatted us too, Only man. That's called chuckle. being down bad, <laughs> down bad. And he just wanted a D line chuckle, but he got depressed, <laughs> sad. Hey, here at the bar, room. we had a, uh, a Masters uh, party. I had to golf. We had pins and aces here and everything. And of course, that didn't go that. Yeah, great. listen, guys, I can only be who I am. You know what I mean? Like uh, the reason the reason I am who I am is because I'm I am authentic to my emotions, and oftentimes they're bad. <laughs> bad emotions. Guy with a hot take. Five dollars super chat. Just missed my over fifty three and a half wins bet for plus two ten. At least putting down money here so I can bet on a great show. <laughs> Let's oh, yeah. go, man. Well, that was another losing bet, man. This yeah. is a, you're just hemorrhaging. <laughs> I called for. I called. <laughs> This matches the vibe of the show, to be honest. These are appropriate super chats. Yo, the uh, oh, my God. Uh, by the way, petition to not have Eric on until the playoffs. Just <laughs> Seth Bang, I'm here for it all. The good and the bad. The highs and the lows. See you all tomorrow to wrap the regular season and move on to the real deal. Man, I'm telling you, that's the right attitude to have. I've actually spent a lot of this last month thinking about this very thing. Like, what's the healthy approach here? And by the way, when I say healthy, I'm one of these guys that leans into you should feel all the emotions. You shouldn't sure. couch your your sport. I mean, sports, guys, it's meant for you to stir the emotions in your soul. So I think right now it's like, hey, man, whatever's going to happen is going to happen, and I'm excited for it. And uh, hopefully Yoke makes us proud. You know, check it in. Jokic's Eeyore routine is getting old. I do agree with that. That was a uh, main talking point for uh, for this today. I do agree with that. It's Lake make and up Ball. For it. Lake and Ball. What's up, man? He no always hate. wants to close the show. He says no hate. Yeah, we'll find out about that. But I see people <laughs> saying that the Nuggets remind them of last year's Suns. Because the Suns also had a big lead in the West, then collapsed in the playoffs. Want to hear your thoughts. Hi, Bevo. <laughs> um, I've heard that comparison once, I think. Um this is so different, man. The thing about the Suns is they went to the finals the year before. It's at least, I will say this. A lot of people, I've also heard compared to the Warriors last year, and people say, yeah, but they've been there, done that, so they can afford to do it. Whereas the Suns went to the finals the year before, broke through the West, did it, and then lost, and people are like, that's why you can't do it. So I don't know. You can't speak out of both sides of your mouth. The Suns also should have been there before and earned it, but maybe it cost them as well. I just don't think, I don't think the situations are similar. They're not. Either. They're not. And the Nuggets also have been there, done that. They've not been to the finals. Well, they haven't been there. They have that. been in. Th th this team is hard tempered. They really have been through quite a bit over a the last take. however long. Like they just were undermanned in up against impossible uh, odds. But they didn't lay down. They never laid down. Like this team is ready, and they they do know what it takes to play in these playoff games. It's just. <clears throat> I don't know. It's I, I don't I, I honestly don't see it. Like because the Suns the Suns never laid down in the regular season. They just got the the Suns actually treated the this is gonna be so blasphemous. I'm speaking out of the top two sides of my mouth right now. The Suns also took the regular season last year too seriously. They loved clowning on everybody and really like doing yeah. you know, like doing all that stuff. And here's another interesting thing. Denver has 52 wins, so they're either going to finish with 52 or 53. Nowhere close to 57. Nope. Last year, the Phoenix Suns set a franchise record for wins. I don't remember what 61. it was. 61. 61. 61 wins. And that pushed them, I really believe it, to the end because they had something they were chasing. Denver, can you imagine if Denver was at 56 or 57 wins right now, tied? Would they play on a back-to-back -back heading into the playoffs tomorrow? You might be motivated to. You might. But, I mean, that. honestly, they should. They have a week off after it. I know, but I, again, you're talking about a team whose last three seasons have been drastically impacted by players not being available for the playoffs. So can I, you can you imagine if they're going for it? They're really going for it. 
if someone gets hurt in the fourth quarter. The worst. I mean, year, I, I can because right. it happened literally no, three seasons ago again, with Murray. So there's, it's uh, all. I think we all want to have our cake and eat it too this year. You know, right? All year long. That's the best part about the cake. All right, go ahead and hit you that outro that. Mu- music, true. guys. No five 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 today, but I'll do it for you. <laughs> Just one game left God. to go. <laughs> one terrible, win. one terrible game, and then we're gonna get to have five straight weekday shows heading into the playoffs. I'm looking forward to it. Even though tomorrow, I don't know what we're going to see tomorrow. Hopefully just a lot of P-Watt. P-Swat. Swatson. <laughs> Swatson, baby. Yeah. You should be the only guy that plays. You know what we're probably going to see tomorrow? Colin Gillespie? No. <laughs> uh, that would be fun, though. That'd be sick. <laughs> Thomas Bryant. Oh, my God. <laughs> you wow. say that. What a strong tease, dude. <laughs> you say that. Thomas I cannot Bryant. wait. Honest to God, oh, set the line for Thomas Bryant minutes for tomorrow. Uh, one, and I'm going under. <laughs> no way. He has risen. No, he's fallen. <laughs> <laughs> it's Easter. We might see a resurrection of one Thomas Bryant. There's 555. Five, five. All right, everybody, hit that like button for us on the way out. Enjoy your Saturday.